Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. White Light on SEN. I think he's one of the greatest stories in league history. You know, to come with zero American football background and just to be taught by Jeff Stallin, the offensive line coach, and then to go and play maybe the hardest position in the NFL at left tackle. It's an incredible, incredible story. And not just play it, play it at an elite level. Kevin Burkhart, the man who will call the Super Bowl on Fox Sports, joined me yesterday. That's how he measures the magnitude of the Jordan Maylada story. The third Australian to play in the Super Bowl. We're hoping there's going to be a fourth in Aaron Sipos. The man who lit the way will be with me in the booth on Sunday here in Phoenix. Ben Graham. Betty, great to see you. Great to see you too again, Jared, in another Super Bowl city this time. Phoenix, but yeah, looking forward to the game on Sunday and calling it with you and Larry Fitzgerald Sr. again, but it is great to be back in Phoenix, first time since uh, we lived here when I played for the Cardinals. So, the, yes, this is a, a city that holds a whole lot of sentiment for you because you went to your Super Bowl with the Arizona Cardinals. Yes, that was, 2008 was just, I guess, a, a year that displays the highs and lows of an NFL season. Started the year at the Jets, got cut twice, picked up by the Saints, played in London at Wembley and then latched onto the Cardinals late in the season. So from a family perspective, we were living in New Jersey then and I went to London and then moved over to Arizona. We rented a house. So it was a, a really shock to them too after the four years at the Jets. So, but Phoenix itself as a city, we loved living here and we had some great friends and the Cardinals are a great organization and we had that quick success really um, was on the team for four weeks before the playoff run uh, which ended in that Super Bowl and then spent another couple of years in Phoenix so even flying in yesterday and catching up with a few old friends and driving around the you know, the, sending some photos to the kids of where yep. we used to live and there were some tears and we want to go back. And it means so much to be back in Phoenix and, you know, catch up with some of my ex-teammates that played in the Super Bowl and to be around the Cardinals organisation. They've had a lot to do with the running of Super Bowl 57 on Sunday. But it is, this is a, another experience, Media Row, uh, which we enjoyed last year. But it certainly, it brings back a lot of memories, a lot of great uh, friendships and relationships and a lot of uh, familiar faces that wouldn't know their names. Yeah. Jared, it's one of those days. But no, it's good to be back on and looking forward to the game. So what sort of connection do you feel to the Cardinals? Oh, a lot. So the first uh, family I visited last night, Steve Ryan and his family, he works at the Cardinals. He actually worked at the Eagles for 14 years before going to the Cardinals. So uh, when I play for an NFL team, it's not just putting on a jersey and going out on the field. It's actually creating those relationships with the front office, with the coaching staff, um, and maintaining those relationships. Everybody loves Australia. I heard your interview with Ross Tucker in the last hour, and he talks about Australia. Everyone either has been there and loves it, or they want to go. 
And being Australian and being able to create those relationships through sport, and particularly the Jets and the Cardinals, have been really special, not just for me, for me but also for the family. Yeah, there's a lovely part of your lineage, which I feel like is playing out. So yesterday, Jordan Maylard is the back page of the Daily Telegraph in Sydney. He's getting a phone call from the Prime Minister. The man who's going to call the Super Bowl here says he's one of the great stories in league history. On opening night, there's a dozen players, the, the most high-profile, get their own podium, and Jordan had one, and he was constantly, for a, a, an hour, he was surrounded by international media, US media, and it's a, it's a small club. It's you, Mitch Wisnowski, who kicked off the Super Bowl in Miami, Jordan Maylata, and we have our fingers crossed for Aaron Sipos. Do, is there a sort of a kinship in knowing what they're going through? Absolutely. I've had correspondence with Aaron this week, just checking in, um, just asking how he's going, really, from a personal perspective. I know the decision will still be made, but it's a, it's a big time of your life. And with Jordan, he's taken a different path, but being the first non-punter, to play in a Super Bowl as an Australian is a fantastic achievement. He has had an, a remarkable effect on this football team, and I'm glad that he's getting applauded for it because that offensive line are one of the best in the NFL. They've got a great running game. He protects Jalen Hurts. He should have gone to the Pro Bowl. He would be um, disappointed, I think, that he... But you'd rather go to the Super Bowl and those individual accolades. But that media day, um, I was lucky enough to be given a booth at Media Day myself after I'd been at the Cardinals for about eight weeks. And <laughs> the rest of my teammates couldn't believe it. How does he get one? Yep. But they love the story to be told. And Jordan's story is an amazing one. I'm glad he's got the platform to tell it because it is. It's a real international flavour when it comes to Media and Media Day and he's getting opportunity to tell his story. How immense is it? So... You get the week at home, and evidently that's where all the preparation is done because once you arrive in the host city, you're almost everybody else's property, at least for a few days. Yeah, so the first couple of days uh, after the conference championship game is unique in itself because you've just won a championship and you will receive a a ring. um, So you've got to come off off a little bit of a high. So the rest of that week, sleep in your own bed, study the game plan, practice it in the hope that you'll execute it in a week's time. When you fly to the Super Bowl City, they try and keep things as simple as possible, but you're essentially locked down in a hotel. So you can move around in the confines of the hotel, but everything that you do outside of that is you bust into practice. So the the Eagles are using the Cardinals facility to practice and the Chiefs are at ASU. But it's... You try and limit those distractions as early as you can because you get a suite of tickets that everyone wants them. You know, so I'm sure Jordan has got family flying in. I know Aaron's got family flying in, regardless of if he plays or not. So then your families arrive later on in the week and you still have to practice. But then when your head hits the pillow every night, the closer it gets to the game, the more you think about it, the more anxious you get, the more have I done enough... What happens if this happens? And in the end, you've just got to trust your own ability and keep your mind at ease, knowing that, you know, the night before when you wake up, you're about to embark on something that you know is big. But until you get to the ground, 
on Super Bowl, that's when it really kicks in because you, you can say that it's just treat it like another game. There's 70,000 people in the stands. But you know there were hundreds of millions of people around the world watching what's about to unfold. But for me personally, because we didn't win the Super Bowl, that's not... It's irrelevant because of the journey that I went on that season. That's where all the memories are. So the result of the game is insignificant. I mean, if we had a won, great. I would have been the first Australian to win a Super Bowl rather than the first Australian to play in a Super Bowl. But what I love is that the number of Australians playing college and are in the NFL, the chances are, sooner rather than later, we are going to have a, a first Australian to win a Super Bowl. And it could come as early as Sunday, and there could be two of them. Yeah, it's an exciting prospect, isn't it? Oh, it absolutely it is. It's a, it's, I know they talk about world champions and the NFL has only played in the one country but it seriously is that big and we're seeing every year the NFL embarking on this international journey we've seen it in London we're about to see it in Germany and there's conversations about coming to Australia down the track so yes it's you just hope that for Jordan and Aaron that they are enjoying every moment as it comes and then when it gets to Sunday, that they are ready to contribute to, in their sake, an Eagles victory. Ben Graham for Neds. Whatever you bet on, take it to the Neds level. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I'm going to ask you about Aaron Sipos in a moment's time. Let's check in with Anna in the newsroom. Anna, thank you. Stephen O'Keefe, who bowled Australia to victory in Pune at the start of the previous test series on those shores six years ago. He's going to join me out of 11. Ben Graham's with me on Radio Row here in Phoenix. What's Aaron Sipos going through at the moment? Ben, do, do we? what's our feeling on whether he is reinstated as the Eagles punter by Sunday? Well, he w- declared himself fit and ready to play last week. So it was a decision by the organisation to not activate him. He's still on injured reserve until he is activated to the active roster. But he has been released to partake in the practice 21-day period where he's able to practice with the team. They do have an open roster spot, which they may choose to elevate Aaron to and keep two punters into the game. I'd I'd find it uh, surprising if he's been told yet because if he's been told then Brett Kern, who's the incumbent punter, would also have to be told. But he was here on kickoff night. He was enjoying his own Super Bowl week like he was preparing to play. So it's a nervous time for for Aaron. He had a quite a good season up until he got injured. And Brett Kern has been a suitable replacement. But last week in Brett Kern's biggest game, in the NFC Championship game, he had a really poor game. Mm. And Aaron, I'm sure, and there was some footage of that game where Aaron was on the sideline, and and you just felt like that was the moment when Aaron knew that I'm going to get called upon to punt in the Super Bowl. So it's going to come down to an organisational decision, and I really hope, for his sake, like we all do, that he does get the nod. Uh, we know his family and brother and his wife's family are all flying in for it. So it is a big occasion and it would be a huge disappointment, disappointment if he's contributed so much and he's healthy but doesn't get the opportunity. But it is such a brutal sport, Jared, and I, 
in four days' time, I'm hopeful that he suits up. Yep. Yeah, the other lovely aspect of what we're going to do is in our booth is Larry Fitzgerald Sr., who everyone will know by now. And you played with Larry Fitzgerald Jr., his son, in your Super Bowl for the Cardinals. So if there's ever been a circle of life to be completed, it's going to be ours on Sunday. I know. And in Phoenix, too, Larry Fitzgerald Sr., who I'd met when I played for the Cardinals with Larry, but fleetingly. To call a game with him last year, he's such a gentleman, such a humble man, and a good caller too, and he knows his stuff. But looking forward to catching up with Larry Fitzgerald Jr. as well, who's the king of Phoenix, Yes, let's be honest. He was when he played, he still is now, he's the face of the Super Bowl all uh, year leading up to this week. But it is, it's like full circle. One, to come back to another Super Bowl. Two, because it's in Phoenix. And three because those relationships just keep getting stronger and stronger. So another reason to look forward to Sunday. I love that you're here. I think it's really important, and I'm, I love that the story gets told. Um, there are pioneers on this journey, and you are one of those key pivotal pieces, and hopefully that next step gets taken by somebody on Sunday. No, thanks, Jared. Appreciate it. Uh, it is a privilege to call a game with you on Sunday, mon- Monday, Melbourne time. But you're a pioneer yourself, Jared. There are more and more media in this room that are knowing who you are and want to get their talent on your radio show. So well done. Uh, See you as we go along. Thanks, Jared.